0: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're supposed to have Professor Susan Boyson on the line with us now, but for load shedding, she unfortunately cannot join us. So we have had to bring forward our story, which would have been featured in the Innovation, Energy and Environment segment. But now we've brought it forward because we simply had to do that. And we thank the indulgence of Mr. Ian Stewart, project manager, on the production of the specific vessel at Dummen shipyard when we talk to him about this thing it is something really as a nation we should be proud of the first domestically built modern naval vessel launched recently in the country and this is something as a nation we must be proud of it's talking to industrialization it's talking to taking our economy to new frontiers it's of course speaking to employment and this feel-good story has the potential to have so many positive, not just social and brand-related spinoffs, but just pure economic spinoffs in a time where this country could never have wanted or needed such um, positivity all round. So, Ian, thank you so much for joining us, man. Welcome to SAFM, and thank you for the indulgence of even giving us your time, 30 minutes, then perhaps you might have been prepared to. Ian?
1: Good evening, Singezo.
0: Thank you very much. I can hear you now. How are things? Thank you. for yeah. How are things? That side?
1: No, no, things are good. I think we we came. We just came off a quite a a, a a a interesting time, delivering the first IPV to the South African Navy. So it's been quite a busy time, but also a proud moment. I yeah. think for for as the shipyard and to South Africans here. Yes.
0: It certainly is, and perhaps I should just give you an open sheet just to speak to us educators, tell us what has gone on, tell us why this is big news, tell us why this should be big news, and more importantly, tell us why these big news should spur more development along these lines.
1: I I think uh, South Africans, you know, um, the maritime industry is that uh, nature that we should able to grow, um, also supported by the Project BAKISA, where we really want to stimulate the market in the maritime industry, and this is a real stepping stone in the right direction um, to build such a craft, a a multi-mission patrol vessel for the South African Navy, state-of-the-art vessel and proudly built in South Africa, uh, for South Africa. And I think uh, many South Africans should be proud of this moment. It's, it's an historical occasion never achieved before. And to deliver um, this vessel also during difficult times, um, on time, to the South African Navy, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a monumentous um, occasion for, for many to celebrate and, and to know about. Um, and we should talk about these, these, these occasions, um, yeah, continuously. Uh, whilst we whilst we delivered one we also busy uh building vessels two and three uh, currently undergo and well underway um so many are many are happening uh at this time in the sheds and busy with many workers that is also very proud of this moment um an occasion that, that they are part of um at Diamond shipyard Cape Town we do employ over 300 uh staff and and, and workers. build these crafts and um, that it doesn't only stop there but we subcontract quite a bit of work and and indirectly we employ uh, benefits from this project is over a thousand uh, jobs that is created uh, uh, due to this this project so that is also something to note and something to be proud of and yeah it's it's been quite a quite a journey um, to be able to achieve what we have achieved as a shipyard um as I mentioned, it was quite a difficult time also with the COVID period. And well, let me we
0: take you there. Let me take yeah. you there, Ian. Sorry, man, because yeah. I, I am not rushing you, but I, th- I, I want to get to the meat of this thing because you yes. talk about the fact that this is a major project, something to be celebrated. So perhaps shall we talk about the project management aspects of and the supply chain stroke procurement aspects of it and then the milestones in the delivery of. I mean, first of all, what is the the MM? IPV project. Tell us what it's about. Tell us about from the time in 2018 you received the order from Arms Corps and the steps, the salient and prominent steps in getting to where we are now, which is the basis of this discussion.
1: Yes, um, so the NMIPV uh, is a multi-mission inshore patrol vessel, and this is uh, mainly aimed at enhancing the capabilities um, inshore patrolling of the South African Navy and um, Uh, just um, uh, trafficking, uh, looking after illegal trafficking, illegal fishing, and all all illegal activities that that is taking place on the coast. So this sort of enhances that capability of the South African Navy. Um, And, yeah, um, the project itself, um, I mean, it started in 2018. uh, We received the the order for uh, the IPVs um, in 2018 where our design phase started, um, this is our detailed design phase um, where we concentrated on really um, looking at the specification that has been um, outlined by the South African Navy, discussions with the end client to produce this vessel um, to the highest quality as expected by the client in the specification. Um, we then started uh, building in 2019. The beginning of 2019, we started building. We received the first... Uh, steel on the floor, as they would mention it, and soon after that we had the keel-laying ceremony which marks the start of the vessel. In February 2019, officially it was marked the start of uh, the construction of the first IPV which is celebrated during, for a keel-laying ceremony. Um, for those that don't know what the keel ceremony is all about, it's a, it's a ceremony where we mark or, or commemorate uh, uh, by, by placing a coin under the keel bar, which is the, uh, the structure, the bow structure of the vessel, placing it in there, uh, welding it in there, leaving it in there for good luck for the future for the future in that vessel. So it, it's, it's also a momentous occasion and, and, a, and a very important milestone. After this
0: shipyard. and not only yeah. is it a maritime tradition but the particular coin that was used was the commemorative medal in honor of the late Nelson Mandela Nobel Peace Prize I mean this is something which clearly the necessary stakeholders took very seriously not only to use something which would be so prized to an individual but the individual concerned President Nelson Mandela himself am I to think and believe one way or the other somehow that ceremony marks the birth of something new in the country but specifically in the shipbuilding and in the maritime space especially when you make reference to operation pagisa launched in 2016 but for the most part some of those goals and intentions behind the establishment of the oceans economy and everything that comes with it has been stalled or somewhat stagnated is one to just infer from what you've said to understand this as the birth, or the growth, or the exponential growth, if none of those two, of the ocean's economy.
1: Yes, most most definitely. Um, I think it, it, it really it really stimulates that uh, part of, of of the growth of a maritime industry. Not only us as a shipyard, but but to many a uh, suppliers, to many a contractors, to many out there who really wanted to have part of this. Uh, uh, Industry and 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 the growth um, it, it was very stifled um, in the in the past and this really it does mark the start of a growing market and a growing maritime industry which is very exciting for the future for South Africa um, and I look forward to to many uh, uh, more initiatives um, not only from government but from the private sector as well to, to stimulate this market and grow this industry within South Africa.
0: I'm going to continue the conversation with Mr. Ian Stewart, project manager of the production of this specific vessel at the shipyard. We're talking about the domestically built modern naval vessel, the first of its kind in the country, and a moment for us to celebrate, but also to pause and reflect on the possibilities when everybody does what everyone is supposed to do. The time is 2022. I have a couple of messages that have also come through for this conversation. Ms. Moraki, I will read your message immediately after the ad break just to get the conversation again ignited as we look to wrap up this conversation in about 10 minutes with Mr. Ian Stewart. SMS, SAFM now on 41391. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapeke on SAFM. Mr. Ian Stewart, project manager of the production of the vessel SAS Kukune 1 of 3 MMIPV. MMIPV stands for Multi-Mission Inshore Patrol Vessels. These are vessels for the South African Navy procured by the Acquisition Agency for the Defense Force being Arms Corps. Two more to come in this regard. An SMS coming through from one of our very loyal listeners, Ms. Ndebaleng Morake, for you there, Mr. Stewartes. Thank goodness for a project of this kind. It certainly sounds right. But in relation to the fact that there are some 300 people who are employed directly and over 1,000 indirectly, the question I have, because I do a lot of my work at the Social Justice Coalition in Kaelicha, what typically could be done for the young men and women of Kaelicha who have just about all the talent and skills available to them Trained and appropriately guided, what can they offer to a project or projects of these kinds? More particularly, when they deal with the nascent economy, that is, the maritime and shipping economy. I think that's an important point. You know, I mean, how do we ensure that the skill remains in the country and it's distributed and it has a value chain far greater and deeper and wider than
1: is currently available?
0: Fair point, Ms. Morake. Thank you for your message. Your response, Ian?
1: Yeah, quite an interesting question and and I think an exciting one as well. I think. The opportunities uh, uh, in, within this, this sector is quite an interesting one, and 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 with the growth that comes with these initiatives, spurs us to to to, to really invest in in these, in the industry and the many workers and and, and, and staff uh, of various uh, artisans and disciplines that is it has been quite a, a diminishing uh, uh, industry or d- diminishing. Uh, um, Uh, job um, in in our country. Uh, We we employ the likes of boilermakers, welders, carpenters, painters, electricians, to name a few. And um, this is an exciting opportunity um, for for many to to invest in in, in this uh, um, skills. Um, Us as Diamond Shipyards Cape Town also invest quite a bit in our staff. With, with, with the likes of apprenticeships and training that we do offer at our facilities, um, to, to to really uh, um, support this initiative as well, to grow our, our staff, to grow our, our our skills also within the shipyard. Within what skills the, are we talking about? Africa.
0: What skills are we talking about for somebody who's listening and would want training in the name of counting among the young people who is either in employment, in education, or training? What yeah. is a D sct damon shipyards cape town offering for such young people
1: yeah we, uh, we do offer various skills as i mentioned um, through our apprenticeships uh, we do have boilermakers uh, boiler makers which is uh, one of our artisans we have welders we have pipe fitters we have uh, carpenters we have painters we do have electricians we offer all these courses and apprenticeships within our shipyard but also there is, there is also initiatives uh, um, by Falls Bay College which also offers these 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 opportunities for the young learners to to, to pick up uh, on on the maritime industry and this is like like we mentioned that we spoke earlier uh, this is the start of of, of of an industry that is that is growing and we should um, support also more uh, in our uh, communities and and bring the excitement to our communities and show that these opportunities of growth is opportunities of employment within this sector and exciting opportunities as we grow um, this market and this industry in south africa currently
0: the conversation is with mr ian stewart project manager at damon shipyards cape town we are celebrating the fact that The first domestically built modern naval vessel delivered to the South African Navy last week has finally happened. It's one of three that have been procured by Arms Corps, the Defense Acquisition Agency, on behalf of the National Defense Force. And the project lead there, Mr. Ian Stewart, is in studio to talk about, one, the celebration and aspects of MMIPV-1, but everything that has to do with MMIPV-2 and 3 and beyond if you want to contribute and i'm sure you do want to do that at home di- kindly dial us please johannesburg 714 um what is that number johannesburg 714 2006 i beg your pardon sms 41394 and of course voice note facility 0614104107 voice note and a, vo- a, a message that is text keep the voice short under a minute no noise we've been through this but we say it again the time is 2029 ian The naming is important, and and, and names are important in recognition of history. For instance, in 1917, SS Mendy sank um, just outside or in the territorial waters of the UK. South African men, a lot of whom were African black men, perished in the result in fighting the war as at the time we were, although the South African Union were essentially and largely colonized, 2017, 100 years later, there was a commemoration to that. In that regard, I would imagine it is consistent then to name this particular vessel, the first one, S.A.S. Skukune. But you would perhaps talk to, it, to, to to that and talk to us a bit more as to the significance of even the naming of shipping vessels. Yes.
1: Yes. Um the names, uh, the names that came, of course, uh, I, I may also say officially these these, these vessels haven't been named as such yet. They received names as SAS King Sakakune for the first vessel, and we've got others coming for vessels two and three. The warrior class, which is replacing the current fleet of the South African Navy, the current IPVs, they will be replacing, um, and these names were, were mentioned strategically for these projects. Um, so um, as the as, uh, names hasn't officially been released yet uh, to the public, the uh, naming ceremony is still to take place. Um, I, would, I would then leave that over to the South African Navy to discuss and disclose all that information Very in the well. future.
0: No, I accept yes. that. Let's talk yes. more to the issues of Operation Pakistan. I hope your time does allow for, say, another two or three questions, please, yes. as well as a couple of voice notes that will come through. In fact, perhaps what I should do, I beg your pardon, let me take Mr. Anonymous in Durban Mr. Anonymous in yeah. Durban, Ian is on the line and listening to you, go for it please, good evening
2: uh, Songhez mm. good evening to you and your guest and I don't want to rain on, on, on his parade but uh, I'm 70 plus and in Durban many years ago we had three shipyards that were, that were building vessels Sandok, Austral, James Brown and Hamer and Doorbell Dorbale built a number of coasters for Grindrod shipping. James Brown and Hamer had many contracts for harbor tugs, North Sea supply vessels, which were overseas uh, sort of customers, and they also built the John Ross, which, along with its uh, sister ship, the Volrod Mm Voltamada, were the most powerful salvage tugs in the world at the time. The John Ross, which was built in Durban, is still operating under the name of Smith Amandler. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sandok Austral built, among others, a number of ships for uh, fishing vessels for for, for Mozambique. Sadly, all of these vessels, were only possible because of significant subsidies from the South African government at the time. And when we built the uh, harbor tugs at James Brown and Hamer, what was staggering was that the Japanese were building ships for the for basically the cost price of the steel and machinery that went into our tugs here in Durban. Since then, the Chinese have dominated the market, and we are only able to build ships in South Africa if we get significant government subsidy. And it, I, I think it, 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 look, it is extremely sad that, that we can't compete, but that has become the reality of the 21st century. But I hope I wish them every success. And uh, I know the skills that go into building ships in terms of an, a huge number of trades. Um, fitters, welders, turners, mm, mm, mm. Um, boilermakers, uh, ship fitters, etc., etc. And it, it, in a way, it, it is very tragic. I mean, in the, in the United Kingdom... When I worked in shipbuilding here in Durban, there were like 70 shipyards in the United Kingdom. There are now today virtually none other than the naval shipyards because the competition from countries like China, is, is you, you, you cannot actually compete. Thanks very much. Let
0: me ask you then, Ian, in relation to the point that Anonymous and Durban has raised, just from one who's operating within the industry, could you then please elaborate on these barriers to entry for more of your kind, barriers for your growth and expansion, barriers to your ability to be a global supplier or manufacturer? That is easy or easier in places like China and Japan, as the gentleman has alluded to what more then would need to take place so as to be more competitive, if you will.
1: Yeah, it's quite an interesting one, and, and noted those comments. I, I think at, at, at South Africa, we've we, we've come a long way, and I think we, we've also got a, a good road ahead. Um, I, I, I speak for the shipyard as a diamond. Um, we are quite innovative. We have quite strategic uh, positions within our organisation to make us competitive throughout the world. We are looking at these. Uh, strategic uh, uh, key indicators to make us more competitive throughout the world, not only providing uh, uh, cheaper products but also good quality products that can last, uh, can stand the test of time. And that is what we are selling as a shipyard, quality products, and also uh, also made mention that we we are innovative we 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 try and do things differently uh, not in a maybe building in a more traditional fashion traditional way of our, of our vessels which is, can sometimes be quite uh, outdated and and costly so especially for this project we we we've, we've incorporated in our build a, a quite a, a strategic building strategy which allows us to be s- much more efficient in our builds um, to, to drive costs down um, and yeah, and, and to just to be more uh, on top of, of things um, in our shipyard with our with our staff, really uh, uh, building the skills within our uh, organisation, um, so that when we do have sales or we do have interest in our products, we can we can proudly say that we build quality products in South Africa. Um, and I think um, this with, with this product that we have currently, it, it shows is evident thereof. Um, that we could, as I mentioned earlier, through this even through this pandemic, that we could deliver the vessel on time, within budget, and, and also uh, grow the skills um, within the team. Um, coming from a very uh, small staff base, when we started the project, we'd we, very really grown up and, 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 and continuously still develop our skills internally. And I think what we stand for today, if I look further forward, I think that will be our strategic advantage uh, um, going forward, that we provide uh, uh Good quality products, um, and that can stand the test of time. uh, um, I think, uh, yeah, and and I think this product that we have built for the African Navy today, I think it's a it's a proof thereof. Yeah.
0: Final question from me, and then we're going to take a voice note. I propose the voice note comes first, and then I'll wrap up whatever the voice note says and tie it to my question, and then I'll give you an opportunity to respond finally.
1: Hi to you, Sengeso. Good evening. And to your guest there, Ian Stewart, uh, hi to you, sir.
2: Hi there. You know,
1: there. Listening to hi. Mr. Stewart is like music to the air yeah when it comes yeah. to shipbuilding. I've been a seaman myself and um, yeah. now Mr. Stewart, at least he's putting us in the map in the shipbuilding industry. I pray that it takes off and, you know, it's successful. God bless us. Thank you. We're Thank in you the so map of the building now.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you so much
1: for that kind words.
0: Thank you very much, Scully. I didn't know Scully had WhatsApp. This is the first time I've ever played a WhatsApp voice note from Scully. (laughs)
1: It's
0: usually a phone call. He's one of our elderly listeners and whose voice we certainly do appreciate. Ever kind, ever just a a dignified listener, if ever that is even a thing. My final comment to you from all the things that you have said. I perhaps should have touched on this a little earlier. How much local content went into this project? I mean, we're talking about real money here, and how much of that stays in the country, essentially.
1: Yeah, I think with the contract value, up up to 60% of that value stays within South Africa's economy that we stimulated the market. And I think successfully also achieving that, that we could could also achieve that. Um, So, yeah. That is, a, that is also a huge achievement, which was challenging at first. Obviously, with, 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 with I think with, with the industry not being as, as, um, as growing uh, or, or, or big as, as, as other countries, that it, it, it made it challenging to achieve that. But through our commitment to the project, uh, through a lot of hard work and efforts from the larger team within, in, in our, in our Darwin group, we, we achieved this and made this possible, which is also uh, evident by all the supplies that we developed uh, through this project. Um, I, I, I can mention uh, thousands of them uh, and literally that, that, that benefited from this project um, and I think uh, in the future it, it's really something that uh, we should just continuously uh, work on uh, and, and, and promote within South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak to the, to the previous uh, uh, caller who mentioned uh, how do we promote this in the young, younger uh, generations also in the townships that, that, that we should to make more effort and, 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 and introducing the skills within our uh, um, local communities, that, that, that the skills not be lost uh, um, within South Africa, and this is also an effort to make us sustainable and also to make us competitive within the larger global uh, market.
0: Talking yeah. about that, I mean this is the last question. I'm probably being sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the other two um, projects, the MMIPV two and three, or is someone
1: else getting yeah. those? Yes, that's also with me, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, very well. We look forward to a follow-up conversation when two and three are eventually yes. on the water so we can have a full-on conversation about
1: this. Yes, no more, definitely. It will be honored honor to do that.
0: Excellent. Ian, thank you so much for your time, and we appreciate your indulgence.
1: Thank you so much to you and your listeners. Thank you Cause for having for me. For
0: celebration in this country, MMIPV1 is soon to be launched, inaugurated, and all the military parade associated with that to take place. But here's what we need to hear again, because we don't often hear this. Built on time, within budget. Staggering, absolutely staggering. Thanks, guys. After the break, we continue the conversation, choosing the best cadres to lead transformation. That's the conversation after this with Professor Andrei Juvenage, political scientist at the Northwest University.